glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Episode 300 of Kicking It With The King is long last, at long last, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 300 is October 30th, 2020. And it's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, wow. 300 episodes, it's crazy. But anyways, guys, it's good to be back. You can follow us on Twitter at KWTKPod as well as um, Instagram, KWTKPod, G The King Official on Instagram. Uh, G, the King MMA on Twitter and so forth, and also um the other day I actually um what is it? I just woke up, so bear with me, folks. Um, the other day I actually um created a, a link tree. You know what a link tree is? Oh, it's not a link tree. Is like where an application where you can um like put uh. What is it? Like, you can put all your social media all in one spot, basically. So, it's like an app where you go and you can find the links to it directly. So, like, kind of like this. Little audio listeners, I'm sorry. I can't see, but see all that? See, like, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Scroll down the list. I don't have what's up or whatever the fuck it's called, Spotify, and it has all the podcast accounts, too, and stuff like that, so, yeah, I just created a, uh, an Insta bio, basically, to click on the bio directly and get all access to everything social media, that, all things social media that we have here for the podcast, for me, and so forth, so, um, you can click the link in my Instagram bio as well to, uh, be able to, uh, follow me on all the socials and the podcast keep up to date keep up to date with everything else and therefore and so forth so it's a little bit easier so you know what i mean it's cool like i said i I don't know what made me what prompted me to think about it i think because like there's been a couple times don't don't judge me for this all right but um like i've followed certain models for so long and this isn't like this isn't uh like um current though this isn't like a current thing that's done but i've followed like certain supermodels and stuff online and then you know 
you know, you, you go to their Instagram account, right? You go to their, like, their bio, and you click it, and I've seen, like, a link tree, multiple ones, and um, multiple people, multiple accounts, and shit like that, right? So, I come across this uh, chick who had, like, an OnlyFans. I still remember the first time I, f I found out when OnlyFans was. I was like, what the fuck is this thing? And I was just, ever since now, it's just, like, blown up completely. But, yeah, so, I just saw it in the bio, and I was like, you know, this would be cool. Like, you can get all your social media in one spot. And I was like, okay, I can do that. I think, I think um, I'm going to do that. I don't know if it was, like, free or not. But, yeah, it is free. So, all your social media is all in one spot. So, be sure to follow me on all social media platforms if you need, if need be and stuff like that. But how about the Cheez-It shirt, right? I don't know if I've worn, worn this one here while doing the show. Probably have. But I want to show you guys something real quick before we get going. I, I'm going to need a sponsorship, too, by the way, Cheez-Its. Give me a second. Fuck, I forgot I'm hooked up. Shout-out to my sponsor, Cheez-Its. Pick up the family-sized box of Cheez-Its at your local supermarket cheese it's when we say extra we mean even more toastiness even more cheesiness even more tastiness ladies and gentlemen like i said one more time cheese it's pick up your local cheese it family size cheese it box at your local supermarket or walmart i'm just fucking kidding you there's no like sponsorship or nothing like that i just had that fucking box and uh, let, me let me hook back up on the microphone. Yeah, I just had that box, basically. So, like, they're fucking bomb, dude. You ever had Cheez-Its? Those things are fucking bomb. I would say, like, the other day, like, the last few days, I've probably, like, ate the most food that I think I've eaten in a long-ass time. So, like, what I mean by that is, like, I think I had, like, a bag of Sour Patch Kids yesterday. You guys ever had those? Those are bomb, by the way. Sour Patch Kids. I had uh, some Skittles. Um, I had like, two breakfast hot dogs in the morning, like from the corner store. You go like to like your local AM, PM, or like a Seven Eleven, and they have like that cold food section. And then you go into the back of the store, and. They have like the hot foods, right? So like I go to Seven Eleven quite some quite often, and um, like AM PM. If you guys have those, I mean this is a uh, Central California, so anybody that that watches or listens to this show from other countries or other states and stuff like that, some people may not be familiar because there has been times where I've said certain shit and people are like, "What is that? What is that? I never gonna have those here," and that's how I am too di directly when I go to like different states and stuff. I'm like. I remember the things that California has, and then when I don't see them there, I'm like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. Like, especially in Texas and stuff like that. Like, certain places that you don't really know. Like, heard, or places you never heard of are there, if you get what I mean. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is a celebration. This is episode three, motherfucking hundred, right? Bray, what's up, bray? Is that the way people talk nowadays? Bruh, hey, bruh. Let me 
seems like like I would sound hella weird if I try to talk about that. Like I don't know. For the longest time, like I never really like talked all like ghetto and stuff like that or anything like that. But it's just only because like I don't sound right. You know, there's just certain words that you say that you don't sound right with and all that. And I'm supposed to be like an MMA show and we're talking about like nonsense. Just beginning the show with absolute nonsense. This is episode three hundred. There's no going back. What are we doing here? flavor this is so um yesterday right my brother gives me some um outdoor outdoor weed uh i forgot the name of the it was all old peanut butter so it was like peanut butter tasting right dude once you take a couple maybe like a few hits of that shit dude oh my god it's like it gets you so fucking high. I was so high yesterday, or last night. Or technically, it was uh, this morning, because, you know, that whole fucking thing after 12 a.m., you're just like, oh, man, like, tomorrow. No, it is tomorrow, bitch. No, it's tomorrow when I wake up. It's not tomorrow after 12 for me. Tomorrow's when I wake up, and I have that seven-hour sleep that I need, and I wake up, and I go do the task at hand the next couple days. I'm going to load this shit up, though. We got a, um, like I said, how long have we been rolling for? Like I said, well, I was going to say, we got a good show planned today. Um, we got the fights and stuff um, this weekend um, between Anderson Silva's last fight between, um, he takes on Uriah Hall in the main event, which is, you know, a very exciting fight. We talked briefly about it on a couple of the other shows and stuff like that. What do I think about it? I mean, I think it's obviously a dangerous fight for Anderson, but, like, how are we going to sit here and protect him like that? Like, what I mean, like, I'm not saying that he's not capable of handling these kind of matchups, and I'd pick Uriah Hall for him to fight versus anyone else currently at the top, and Uriah Hall's not really, like, you know, I don't know, he's not streaking right now, but he is kind of, like, slowly but surely, like, in my opinion, putting things together. He, he obviously has been a very dangerous guy for so long, and, you know, dating back to the days on The Ultimate Fighter, he had all that hype going into the Ultimate Fighter finale when he uh, when he was slated to fight Calvin Gaston because, uh, like I said, that spinning, spinning heel kick that he landed on Adam Sella and, uh, you know, a lot of high expectations were on him going into that. And, uh, you know, we got to see that fight and it was uh, obviously Calvin Gaston gets the job done on that one. And then, you know, we kind of look at, well, we should look at his brief history in the UFC because, like, we tried to kind of make some points the other day on them when we were briefly talking about Hall versus Silva, but, you know, kind of getting a little bit better idea of uh, who he's fought against and stuff like that. Cheers, baby. All right, uh, let's, let's take a look. 36 years old. Nine losses, four by knockout, five by decision. Wins by knockout, 11. By submission, one. And win by decision, by three. So, oh, wins, 15 wins, and, oh, 15 and nine. That's not a bad record if you're where in a form like of Uri Hall and stuff like that. Okay, so his last fight that he had, it was at middleweight. 
Um, he lost, or he won, excuse me, against uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. by split decision. Okay, and then before that, Bovon Lewis, I don't know who that is. He beat him by a knockout back in 2018. So, Uriah Hall has yet to compete in 2020, but now he's getting the opportunity. He's getting a chance, and a chance of a lifetime against one of his top-tier contenders. Um, what is it? I mean, before that, you know, before the Bavon Lewis fight, he lost to Paulo Casa, then beat Kirsuk Jocko, and then he lost against uh, Degar Musasi. So he hasn't necessarily been the most active as of late. So like I said, he hasn't even had he had one fight in 2019, two fights in 2018, one fight in 2017. I mean, look, if you look at the track record, man, he's fought some good guys and stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from them. I'm just saying his activity hasn't been as high lately. So this fight with Anderson Silva is very interesting because like Anderson Silva is probably one of those, you know, obviously um, Uriah Hall's fought top tier guys like, you know, Robert Whitaker and you know, Tiago Santos, he has a win over Tiago Santos back in 2014, so that shows you I mean, how good he really is. I mean, the Chris Lieben uh, fight, you know, he, he put Chris Lieben into retirement in that one. I mean, other than that, you know, he, his top wins and top fights that he's had have been against Derek Brunson, the Musasi fight, that spinning, uh, that, that uh, spinning kick he landed, and then that flying knee, and he landed some punches, that really big upset that he landed on Musasi back in um, 2015. It was like, dude, that was the most unexpected thing that I think the entire world had ever seen. Now, considering the fact that he was losing that fight early on, so, you know, to be able to come back and, and utilize something like that and, and do something like that, that's, that's really, really amazing. So that's probably what, still one of his biggest wins. Um, but I'd say, honestly, based on credibility, based on opponent, based on who Anderson Silva's fought, I'd have to say, by all means, by by far, Anderson Silva's the most credentialed fighter that he's ever seen. I mean, dude, just, I was doing some brainstorming yesterday, just really thinking about, you know, like the whole GOAT list in the last episode, episode 299, uh, we kind of debated and talked about, like, who the greatest of all time is and how there shouldn't be brackets on that and basically how there's multiple weight classes with multiple GOATs multiple people who do have done multiple things in that weight class for that, you know, done amazing for those weight classes, excuse me, like Anderson did well for middleweight, GSP, obviously welterweight, um, John Jones, light heavyweight, Steve Miocic, heavyweight, and, you know, the list goes on, that's not the point, what we're talking about, but, um, you know, what Anderson Silva was able to do during his entire reign as middleweight champion, I mean, you know how they, um, released, like, the free videos on YouTube and shit like that? And, um, like, Instagram will post them. You can watch the longer edition if you go, like, on Instagram TV. Um, like, just looking at Anderson's fights, like, that he's had, like, the ones with Forrest Griffin, the one where he played with Stefan Bonner, he was, like, leaning up against the cage and just letting him attack him, dude. No one does that, I mean, for, for so long, Anderson just taunted and, um, disrespected, not, you know, like disrespected, but, you know, like taunted and, you know, he played around inside the octagon, and you know, for for the longest time, it seemed to work and was highly effective. But on top of that, Anderson had very exceptional skills. He had phenomenal boxing. He had phenomenal Muay Thai. He had phenomenal timing. You know, his timing and accuracy are, you know, some of the most craziest, you know, scariest things. I mean, if you look at his title reign, I mean, if you want to emulate a fighter or watch one of the best fighters of all time, or say you're like a new fan or some shit like that. Um, well, if you look up Anderson Silva, 
um, highlights, you won't be disappointed. That's for sure. You will not be disappointed watching Anderson Silva highlights. However, his uh, his history hasn't been as solid as of late. But then again, him and like him and Uriah Hall have in common, and they haven't really necessarily fought that most um, as of late. Obviously, Anderson's coming off of an injury. Um, the fight with Jared Cannonier, he lost by a by leg kick in the first round, four minutes, 43 seconds. Wait, four minutes and 47 seconds, excuse me. And then before that, he lost to Israel Adesanya, then obviously beat Derek Brunson. Um, a lot of people thought that he lost that fight. So in reality, dude, he, he, Anderson has not won since... He has not won since 2015. It's not because uh, the Nick Diaz fight was a, a no contest. And it was overturned because Anderson tested positive. But reality, as fight fans, as spectators, as people that really watch closely to the sport, realistically, he has not won since uh, UFC 183. Uh, it was um, overturned. And, I don't know, I don't necessarily agree with this next one, but for the Bisping fight, when he landed that flying knee... Michael was trying to get his mouthpiece and shit like that. A lot of people thought that Anderson won that fight, but I thought Bisping did way more than enough, considering the fact that he dropped him as well, and he won more rounds. I don't really remember the exact rounds. I have to go back and watch it, but you know, I was convinced that Bisping did, did enough to win that fight. You know, He controlled that fight, and then obviously he took a short-notice fight against Daniel Cormier at the time for uh, UFC 200, and that was when the whole John Jones thing happened and needed an opponent right, uh, right away, and then you know, Anderson got manhandled, obviously, in that fight. And considering the fact that DC was a lot more hot at the time. And, you know, it was a light heavyweight champion. Light heavyweight champion fighting a light heavyweight with no title on the line, which was crazy. So, yeah, so Anderson's having a long, illustrious UFC career. Hall of Fame inductee for sure, man. I mean, just everything that he's been able to do. Absolutely phenomenal. It's like when you watch the highlights, like you know how I said, if you're trying to emulate a fighter or you're trying to show your kids a fighter to look up to or a fighter to want to aspire to be like, or someone that who just you just want to see who is a damn good fighter. If you look at those Anderson Silva highlights, dude, it's like some shit in a video game. I mean, his head movement, his timing, his his knees, his punches, dude, everything that he used that he utilized inside the cage during his middleweight title run. Absolute phenomenal, dude. And, you know, the only other time when you really finished a guy was back in 2012. Can you guys guess who it was against? Jared Cannonier. Not Jared Cannonier, excuse me. Stephen Bonner. I was literally just thinking of Jared Cannonier because of his last fight. And he had lost because of that, that late kick and stuff. But, dude... That will forever be like one of the most gruesome things that we've ever seen as fight fans, and I'm pretty sure all you guys can agree to this. Is that when he when he broke his leg that one time? Oh my God, that was so gruesome, dude. It was over. It's like, dude, this is the end, bro. There's no coming back, and just the fact that he was able to come back, which was crazy, which is very crazy actually. I mean, I don't know what happened. Did he? Was it the same leg? Was it like the same leg um, that he broke, that he got injured in the last fight? I mean, that obviously would make sense. Let me see. 
I don't know, honestly. But yeah, before that, I mean, you go all the way back to UFC 153, so 2012 and earlier. So Anderson fights two times in 2012 and two thousand two times in 2011, two times in 2010, two times in 2009. Damn, okay. Three times in 2018. But damn, so like, that lasts like almost 10 years. Anderson almost fought like twice every single year. But damn, dude, when he was on fire, man, knocking out James Urban, beating Patrick Cote, Talos Laces, knocked out Forrest Griffin, um, Damian Maia fight, Chael Sonnen. Dude, I will forever put this as one of the best KOs of all time. The front kick KO over Vitor, dude. Joe's like, a front kick to the face. I was like, oh my God, dude, this is... This is inhuman, man. This guy is unbelievable. Like what I was just like exact thoughts was like, what this guy is able to do is it has not been matched. And that goes back to like the um the whole greatest of all time list. You gotta add Anderson to that list by far. I mean what he was able to do in his middleweight title reign, it's unmatched. Until you find someone who does the exact same thing as Anderson and or breaks the record, you can't say that they're the best middleweight of that division. Sorry, Israel. I mean, what I mean by that is that, like, until... Is, I mean, Israel's fantastic, like we've talked about, and we've said this countless amounts of times. Until Israel is able to do that long-reigning legacy, he will never match the records and stats, quote-unquote stats, of Anderson. He's doing amazing things right now. He's fighting in a new era, um, defending his belt against the, the best of the best when it comes to it. So he's in a different era. He's a GOAT in a different era. So he, he, he's, he's real good. And, you know, just looking at the career, career of Anderson, you can't, um, it can't be matched, like, especially with everything that he's been able to do and accomplish and stuff. The lighting is very off on this thing, dude. You see that? But anyways, let's take a break. We're talking about fights. Man, what's up, guys? Fucking episode 300. 300 episodes together. Can you believe it? Started in 2015. And here we are. Five years later. Five and a half years later. Um. So how long do we got till March? Because I started the podcast in March of 2015. So, I mean, that's like, let's see. I have a great, perfect idea of what we're going to be talking about next, too, when we're taking a break from the fights. If we continue to talk about the fights, we probably will. We still have shit to talk about and make fight picks and stuff like that. But pretty much for overall, we kind of detailed everything with Hall versus Silva and everything. So, um... Well, I remember the next thing I was going to say, but, but damn, dude, it's already going to be November, and Halloween's tomorrow, and it doesn't even feel like a Halloween. You know, like, back when I was in college, I would, um, you know, go with a couple of my friends all the time to, uh, um, what is it, like, like trick-or-treating and stuff. Like, it, we would go trick-or-treating, like, at the last three years or so, like, the last three, had three years at that time. The last previous three years, we'd always go trick or treating, and 
and one time there was a there was a we were trick or treating and I don't know if I didn't look at the weather or anything like that or the app or anything like that, but it ended up hella raining and um they didn't have like normal candy bags man, so for me when I go trick or treating I don't like you know sometimes it's like either a plastic bag or people use one of those uh little fucking things they carry with the handles and shit you know the, little, the kids like the little pumpkins you just put the candy inside and shit like that i didn't use that shit that's some weird ass like little kid shit but uh i forgot i didn't re oh it was, so it was um like those plastic disposable bags like the thin ones with the logos on it at the time but uh what is it like i don't know for some reason i was just like i want to um because like i want to get more um candy because you know the bag would get full by the time we were done it was like a couple hours or so of walking or how long was it like a couple hours maybe like a few i don't know maybe like is that a too far of a stretch to say that that's how long people are going to be a um like they're going to be trick-or-treating for how long is it like on average but anyway like halloween halloween's is not the same this year obviously because we are in like a global pandemic and then like you know you putting candy out you seeing a bunch of random people each day that shit's like that's that's not it uh, doesn't obviously play well into a coronavirus pandemic so imagine everyone going trick-or-treating and you you wouldn't be surprised if numbers were to skyrocket because of that exact reason so um it's just like if that shit's bright that's too fucking bright dude um it's like super dark in here though. I think we need like some lighting over here in this area, or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know. I think people are doing some like drive up shit when it comes to Halloween and stuff. But I don't know. Like it's it's gonna be different a lot. Obviously, like I said, a lot of things have been real different for a lot of people. So maybe there won't be too much of a surprise. And then after Halloween, we got Thanksgiving and then we got Christmas. So this is holiday season, baby. And we just put out episode 300 here, and this is holiday season. But we haven't even got a Halloween one. This is going to be like the pre-Halloween edition. Like, we're going we're gonna to name this one the Halloween edition. So, like, what are, uh, what do you guys got planned? Anybody, like, sit there and think about this question in your ears as you're hearing this. In your earwaves, through the headphones, through whatever you're listening to. Think about that. What are you going to do for Halloween? What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Can you guys guess what my favorite... Thanksgiving holiday is. Oh, we just totally bombed that. Oh my god, no. Cut that last part out. Cut that last part out. I repeat, cut that last part out. I was gonna say, I fucking gave it away. That's what happens when you get super blasted and high before you get on you get on a podcast. And you know me, I like to get super, like, always high. Man. We always get high. We always have fun. I'm surprised we got a bottle of tequila on the desk too, considering the fact that this is 300 episodes, and uh, I got a hundred more episodes to go until I reach episode 400. So uh, we can look at this episode, and we can go a hundred episodes in the future and see that. But for right now, we're here. We are live on Instagram Live. Uh, we are live on YouTube. We're everywhere, baby. So like I said, we'll we'll continue to see where we are a hundred episodes from now. But it's good to be here, man. It's good to be back. Um, finally able to like wake up in the morning and do one and do a good podcast and stuff. We're not going anywhere like that or anything like that. So don't get all comfortable or get ready to go. But yeah, so this is episode three hundred, man. We gotta we gotta live it up. We gotta get high. We gotta have fun. Um, 
But anyways, like we're gonna, we're gonna lose our train of thoughts if we keep going off topic and stuff. We went from like Hall to Anderson, taking on Anderson Silva to talking about Halloween. But I gave it away. But yeah, Thanksgiving's my best holiday. Ooh, I wonder why? Cause all the food, dude. When you get super high, and you got all that amazing food, like I can't imagine what every stoner feels like. Every person that drinks or smokes. Well, not necessarily drinks, but more so smokes. Um, that's like a stoner's paradise. It's not because of the food. I just, the, you know, I've been saying that Thanksgiving is one of my favorites for years and years. Way before I was really deeply in smoking that much. And I wasn't really like that crazy about weed or anything. But I, I had said because... Um, Thanksgiving is a day like you see family members, you see people you don't necessarily see most of the time. Like, say we're not in a pandemic. Normally, when you celebrate Thanksgiving, you celebrate it with family and you see people you don't normally get to see too often because you guys are too busy, you guys work, or you know, they live in so and so two hours away, or you know, it's just not convenient to see them as often. And you know, everybody has their own lives and you know, have their own things with their own families and stuff like that, and, um, and so forth, you get what I mean, right, you only see family every so often when it comes to certain things like that, um, but yeah, the whole thing, the reason why I like it is because, like, you had that whole get-together, and everyone's a little nice to each other, you know, very, very nice to each other, at least for the time being, you can go back to hating each other, but do it after the holidays, come on, like, that's literally what it's like, like, you know, people getting together, and you know, just being positive and enjoying some damn good food. Um, I do believe there's football on as well, too, during the holidays. To, and during uh, Thanksgiving, the Cowboys play, too. Ooh, go Cowboys. Um, and, yeah, so overall, it's like a good time and families. Uh, you get together. And, um, you know, it's overall just like, I feel like a positive experience. So, and then you go fast forward to Christmas time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Christmas time is was extra fun too because like you know well it was more fun when you're when we were kids so being like a '90s baby and all that um, it's different now like, you know you know you know when it really started to change for me you really really want to know when Christmas started changing for me personally like my view on it and seeing it was when motherfuckers started knowing what they were gonna get before they got it and like parents asking oh. What do you want this year? What are, what are you gonna get? Like, what the fuck's the point of the? What the fuck the is the point of uh, Christmas time if you're not gonna know it? Like the, the the most anticipated part about Christmas time when I was little is uh it's probably about like you know like oh my god what's it gonna be? I mean maybe like you know you make a little Santa wish list and some shit like that and then uh, let me go check my uh, Instagram. Someone just messaged me. Yeah, so like the Santa wish list and shit, and you wouldn't get everything on the list. You would just get like, you know, you may get a portion of it or certain something off that list, like a couple items. And you know, I've had my shares of ups and downs when it comes to shitty gifts throughout the years. But um, yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the holidays, and God damn it, I just dropped some weed on the floor. <sighs> Fucking damn it.
yeah, like more. I'm I'm a holidays person. Some a lot of people aren't because like, you know, like I said, not all families in the world are are solidly connected, and it's not just a day where people abandon certain shit. It's like no, dude, if we got beef, we got beef, and some people won't go around each other or they won't be at a gathering or get together because of so and so being there. And I've seen so much shit, dude. I've seen so many different things like that. I mean, I've seen it in my own life, and I've seen it all over the place, man. I've heard of it and all that. Um, let me decide it real quick. Um, message from the lady. The lady. I don't even know, like, does anyone know, like, anybody that's listening, do you know that we're actually, like, live, like, on, on video as well? So, like, during those pauses, it's not that I'm just, like, being boring. I'm literally, like, looking at my phone. myself a couple of nice gifts and shit like that. I'm going Christmas shopping too, so no, it's gonna be cool. Um, I will not, hopefully, be shopping on Black Friday because all these people are crazy. I'm more of like a like an online Black Fridays kind of guy, like going in Walmart or Target or, or like Best Buy and shit like that, dude. It's like these people are ravaging through, and like one of the craziest fucking things about Black Friday is that people have died on Black Friday. You know, like, you see the percentage of people uh, on Black Friday. Like, how many deaths have people had on Black Friday? I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get my $120 TV set that's normally $300. And, oh, I didn't know, little did I know I was going to go and get killed or stomped on by a bunch of crazy folks. That's what it's like. People don't literally know they're going to go there and end up dying because they wanted to go to the store and buy something. So you get killed for going to the store now? Come on. That's ridiculous. That's insane. I want to look. Deaths from Black Friday. Is it Black Plague? You know how, like, Google, uh, Google, what is it called? Um, what is it? You know how Google suggests shit when you're like, when you're Googling, you type it in, it says like, what is the meaning of something? It has like a billion suggestions and shit. Alright, let me see. I'm gonna look it up. Deaths from Black Friday. Let's look at it. Black Friday death injury and injury tolls. In the span of 12 years, there has been an average of 44 separate Black Friday related incidents resulting in 11 deaths. And 108 injuries. The majority of Black Friday incidents, 69%, happen inside retail stores. Uh, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Uh, where tension can run high as shoppers fight over limited items on sale. You thought the coronavirus pandemic was bad? Try going to fucking Walmart on a Black Friday. And you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> That's just this fucking insane, bro. 
the ravaging and stuff. So that brings me back to what I'm saying about the whole um, the Black Friday sales. I do the Black Friday sales online, like online, like you go places have discounts. You, you, I like to go places where I know that people are going to be securely delivering a package and not trying to kill me, not trying to run me over with a shopping cart or step on my face because I took the last, uh, took the last pack of uh, Trojan condoms that were 30% off this Black Friday, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, just making a joke, but, um, yeah, so that brings me going all the way back to my original point before we talked about Black Friday was that for Christmas time, I plan on getting, like, you know, obviously going Christmas shopping and getting myself some things. It's just a debate on what I actually originally, like, wanted. Um, we're not going to talk about it. I was thinking about, like, uh, no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, it sounds so suspicious when I don't all of a sudden don't want like want to talk about what I'm gonna get or what I want. It's just like a, it's like either video games or electronics or clothes or some shit like that. I like some clothes too. That would be cool or some stuff for the podcast. You know, maybe like I need a laptop, like uh, like a specific kind of laptop because I don't use my laptop. I use my um, I use my Android for live streaming and um, stuff like that. And I use a the Anchor app for my podcast and the publish the podcast and stuff but you know like um since we're doing a lot more live streaming and we're on uh we're on youtube as well it's also, what is it called uh like it, it's more convenient if you will like if that makes sense it's more convenient to use that because there's a lot of editing software and stuff like that but i like this whole setup i like this gig i like being on uh Instagram and Instagram, um, and then from Instagram it goes from that to Twitter, or not to Twitter, excuse me, to YouTube, and then from there our show is like available. We get like through Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else you get your podcast. So quickly, is it time for plug? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting and distributing ladies and gentlemen there's over a million podcasters worldwide why not add to the glorious amount of numbers that are out there ladies and gentlemen it's insane it's crazy especially from when i originally started anchor is the one-stop shop like i said it's super easy to fucking do super easy to use super easy to utilize you create an account you record use your voice and you can save your audio publish it Get it distributed automatically to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, CastBox, Stitcher, all of the major podcast providers. Everywhere else you get your podcast, it's 100% free and easy to use. And like I said, it's no hassle. You know, the team over there at Anchor is great. They're working, they work with Spotify. Everything's perfect when it, on their end when it comes to that. And you have a platform. You're able to utilize your own platform and talk about literally whatever you want. So if you want to sit down with your friends, family, or whomever and talk about politics or whatever it is, you want to talk about fighting, sex, money, drugs, music, Oh no, it varies. Whatever you want to do. So, like I said, if you want to sign up directly, if you want to visit the website, www. Visit, excuse me, visit www.anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today. Or if you want to be fancy, pick up your smartphone and uh, download the Anchor app in the App Store and or Google Play Market. Five stars for a reason. One hundred percent easy to use 
anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod to visit our podcast page directly and instagram obviously follow us on instagram as well as um, twitter kwtkpod on both and that's kind of the thing about the whole link tree thing the insta bio all of that's there all of, of the kicking it with the king social media is on there all of mine youtube everything snapchat all of the above ladies and gentlemen so like i said anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today all right we're in at uh 40 minutes now or 39 minutes excuse me on the show um what can we get in let's get let's get let's get higher in life let's let's see where our minds take us if that makes sense I am stoned. Oh my god, I am stoned. Uh, here on the podcast. All right. Um, anything in the news that we didn't talk about? It. I, I feel like we're missing something. Like we usually have, like we usually um, something in the news that we didn't catch attention. Let me see. By like the next time we have a podcast, or depending on uh, if it's no, it does it with someone else. Um, is that a private jet? Shit, I was just like, I lost my shit. I'm so stoned. I don't think people like when we're like uh, super quiet and shit. Cause no, more so it's a little bit like different when you're on like the lives, like the live um, like the live shows. But like when you're quiet on my podcast, you're like, uh, did it turn off or some shit? And you're just like, you don't know if they're um, if they're still there. But it's like we gotta have more stuff to talk about here on the show. Um, For we're just gonna keep on going. Now we're gonna be in the three hundreds. This is gonna look crazy. Ow! I remember exactly what I was gonna say. Okay, I was gonna say. So we're gonna we'll we'll have some fun, all right? This is a really good topic, and this is something I've been talking about for a while. Hopefully, Instagram doesn't censor it, or YouTube, or Spotify, or anything like that. Um, Okay, so 
it's crazy to think about, but I said this last night, is uh, it's crazy that November 3rd is like right around the corner. So November 3rd is right around the corner. We got this election coming up and, you know, ooh, no, it's going to be a crazy time for America. It's like, it's so weird that like, you know, we're, we're in America, right? Then we have our American president and we just do things all American way. Like we're the United States of America. But we're only like one country though. And there's like hella countries like where, where there's hella countries. So you got all these people like that just have strictly lived in their other countries, right? Italy, Russia, China. Japan, is Japan a country? Tokyo, Japan, I don't know, those are some of those are cities, but you get what I mean. Like, you got all these motherfuckers that live in different places, red and land by, ran and led by different governments, different, you know, just different types of people. So, you know, like, I've lived in California my entire life, as were a lot of other people, right? And we're just like in the United States, and so you can drive to a lot of different states. You can literally drive throughout the whole entire United States if you wanted, but different countries and shit, they do such shit so much differently, they ran differently, they grew up maybe differently, some people have similar backgrounds and stuff, but it's just so weird, like, because, like, for the longest time, I feel like, California, not California, United States has kind of been, like, the laughing stock of the entire world, I, I just remember saying this yesterday, but, yeah, so, like I said, that, that election is coming up, and it's crazy, because, like, you know, the amount of things that I've read, both on Biden and Trump, it's like, these are like the only two people that you got to pick from. So, when I read all these things about Biden, about his corrupt family, and about, you know, the shadiness that's been going on with him, and, you know, throughout the years and shit like that, it, it's like, dude, all these people, like, it's the same thing happened with Hillary, too. We're not a politics podcast, and... You know, my amateurish opinions are fucking outrageous, but it's uh, the same thing happened with Hillary. It's like, it, there's a list of people, categories of people that when they vote, alright? So, like, basically, for example, I'm gonna vote for Hillary because I don't like Trump. Not because I love Hillary or love what she's doing, but the hatred inside me, the pettiness inside of me, uh, does not want Trump to be president, so I'm going to vote for Hillary. Same thing with the whole Joe Biden. Uh, these people are fed up with Trump. They don't want anything to do with Trump. They want Trump out of it. They want Trump gone. So, bring in none other than Joe Biden to save the day, which he has not done since the entire time that he's been in politics. Um, There was something that I wanted to... I don't know if it was on Twitter, but there's something that I wanted to read out. I, I saved a picture. I think I saved it on my other phone, though, but I can't. I don't know. Let me see. I retweeted it, so it's probably in my retweets, but there's something I read about Joe Biden. But, so, in reality, while we're, while we're looking for that um, picture or whatever it was, yeah, the picture, um, it's like, dude, we, we're left with only two horrible candidates in a lot of people's eyes this isn't coming from me directly like i don't you know i'm, I'm just being realistic here if you look at it none of both of them trump and biden in past histories all the alleged uh, 
everything that's been alleged against them, accusations, sexual assault, you know, child sex trafficking, and, and everything else under the sun that they've been linked to, and, you know, laundering money to China, or whatever the fuck it is, I don't know if that was accurate, laundering money, but, you know, like, being puppeted, being controlled and stuff, no one's safe, they're not here to protect us, they're here to tear people apart, man, and they're here to, um, to control people, they're not here because of, they care about the American people like that, you know, anybody can say something that sounds good, and get people to want to listen. Okay, so first things first, at the top of this, so Cal uh, uh, this also shows you how shitty of a governor that we have in California. Here, Governor Gavin Newsom ordered wineries in 19 counties to close admin surging coronavirus cases, but his own winery and his tasting room remains open. Newsom's winery and tasting room in Napa Valley Plump Jack Wines is still open. Motherfucker. When it first began, this is back in July 3rd of 2020, though, earlier, earlier this year. But, I, okay, I'm getting close to finding it, okay. He said, voted per Joe Biden and Kamala Harris today, and damn, it felt good. It's like, what the hell, the f well, like, when people post online who they're voting for, or who they voted for, or you make those little stupid ass TikTok videos on who you voted for. What? Why do people get so hung up? Um, like the whole like you got the voting stations. Like, what's the point of the voting stations if people do shit like that? Like that that shit's ridiculous. Let me look. I'm still going. I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Uh, no. Oh no. 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 I'm trying to find it. Damn it, dude. Maybe we'll, well, maybe we'll go through like the archives of Twitter and find it there. Uh, let's see what we can find. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've surfed Twitter and found some crazy shit. <laughs> Crooked Joe Biden. Oh, well, let's see what we find here. What is this? Um, this one has like 25 likes and 23 retweets. Let me see. Nobody's talking. I'm, I'm just going to read it because it kind of seems a little interesting. Um, nobody's talking about it, but the look on everyone's faces says it's all. Says it all. This campaign is over. I feel ashamed to have campaigned for. Oh, no, I'm not going to read that. It's, just, it's not factual. I'm trying to find some shit that's factual that, make, that sounds good. So Hunter, B Hunter Biden becomes a haunted amid claims of underage pics on his laptop. Oh my god. Huh. So, a 
about the whole vice president nominee, Kamala Harris. Okay, so here, here's this one that comes up. It says, I'm Kamala Harris. In 2018, I accused the Supreme Court nominee of rape. I tried to block him from the court. And I tried to ruin his life and reputation, even though there was no real evidence of him raping anyone. I said I believed his accuser who came out of the woodwork at the 11th hour. In 2019 of April, I accused Joe Biden of rape. I said I believed the women who accused him of inappropriate touching and sexual misconduct. He is now my running mate, and I support him. In September 2020, a violent rapist was shot by police after resisting arrest. I ignored his victim and law enforcement when I went to visit him in the hospital and said I was proud of him. Oof. I did and said all this simply for political gain. I have no real values or moral con conscious. I'll say anything to gain votes. That was chilling, dude. Oh, wow. This is a kind of, that's fucking insane. I thought that I didn't know that, but just reading it, like, right now is actually insane. Because it brings me to say, like, like, the whole, like, doing anything to gain votes, which is, like, insane, uh, to be able, like, to do, man. That bitch is crazy anyways, dude. She's just, like, completely fake. But anybody will do anything that to not have Trump in the office, so. Um. Joe Biden has been in politics for 47 years, and we're supposed to believe he's going to do something in his 48th. Oh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. I can't find I wanted to find that fucking picture, though. Evidence that Joe Biden partnered with Chinese communists for $30 million. Oh, that's a YouTube video. We can't watch that. Well, because we're recording right now, so it'll cut the audio off. Is there an article for this, though? This looks really interesting. I'm going to read this out loud. via CoreyDiggs.com. Seamus Burner provides comprehensive roadmap to Biden family corruption and documents how VP Joe Biden compromised U.S. national security with, while Biden family profited from deals with America's enemies. That's just too long. I want to... I'm not reading that. I'm, I want to find the one that I saw yesterday.
Oh, this is a good one. Donald Trump Jr. says, ironically, it was actually Joe Biden who spent 47 years in the Washington swamp enriching his family, while at the same time constantly trying to cut your Social Security. Don't fall for his lies. Fact check. Joe Biden lies about Social Security again. Read this one. Looks like I just got up off the fucking floor. So, so, Biden claims that Trump will bankrupt Social Security by 2023. Okay. Biden uses false claim many times before. It's Biden who has cut, proposed cuts to the program. Throughout the 2020 presidential campaign, Biden has told voters that President Trump plans to cut Social Security, a familiar attack line from Democratic campaigns for decades. He tried the same tactic on Thursday in Tampa, Florida. Ironically, as Trump pointed out in video clips at recent rallies, it is Biden who proposed Social Security cuts. Trump never said that. What he did say, he wanted to make payroll tax cuts. He wanted to make payroll tax cuts permanent if he was reelected. Payroll taxes deducted from employees and employers are our chief mechanism through which Social Security is funded. They are controversial since they act as tax on working and hiring and hit the poorest Americans. Economics, economic. Economists have debated alternative ways to raise the same venue. Some on the left have even proposed taxing carbon emissions instead, which would have the effect of rewarding, well, rewarding work by also encouraging efficient energy and helping the environment. Right over the weekend, I'm going to skip this part. Over the weekend, President Trump told reporters specifically that his own temporary tax cut will last until the end of the year and will not cost Social Security anything because. Missing funds will be reimbursed by the Treasury. Here's what factcheck.org said. The Social Security Administration's chief actually analyzed, or actually analyzed, hypoth... How do you read Hypoth... Political legislation that would eliminate the payroll tax cut that funds the Social Security. Not a proposal from Trump. The president has said he won't cut benefits. And here's what PolitiFact said. Overall, Trump's comments suggest he wants a fully funded Social Security program, but he doesn't want the taxes that pay for it. This is contradictory. So, But it doesn't mean he wants Social Security to run out of money in three years. We rate the claim mostly false. Okay. Oh no, that wasn't. Um. Hmm.
Yeah, it's all pretty corrupt and stuff like that. But anyways, guys, um, we're going to cut off the live. They don't, uh, I don't know, they have like a special limit or something. So we'll be out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning into the live, and the rest of the show will be available right now. Ooh. There we go. Um, wow, that's pretty crazy. Was it just, uh, what, what, ever since we started talking about like the Joe Biden shit, <laughs> it, it, it started cutting me off? Wait, do you only get like an hour on Instagram Live? Which is crazy. Should we do like the part two or something? <laughs> Started getting good. But, um, no, I think that's it for th um, this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, everything we talked about, every single other thing, because I don't want to leave too much out and save too much good shit that we don't have on the on the live. So, um, you can follow us on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, G the King official on Instagram. G the King MMA on Twitter. We're so fucking high, dude. Oh my goodness. G the King official on t Instagram. G the King MMA on Twitter. KWTK Pod on Instagram and Twitter as well, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, follow us, like, share, rate, and review our show. Five star rating, please and thank you. Um, our podcast is available everywhere you get your shows and will be available exclusively on YouTube and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So, I appreciate you guys for joining in. Thanks for having Thanks for sitting down with us for an hour or less, and we shall be back sooner rather than later. It's crazy to think we're in 300s now, so episode 301 is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off, and peace, ladies and gentlemen. We're out of here. Bye, folks.